Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Now a mostly cloudy sky and 52 degrees. Customs and Border Protection continues to encounter an unprecedented number of migrants from around the globe at the U.S. southern border. Fox's Bill Malusian reports from Lukeville, Arizona. This small, remote Arizona border town continues to be inundated with mass illegal crossings every single day. An enormous single group of well over 700 people crossed illegally through a breach in the border wall. And they are coming in from all over the world. Uh, Many of these adult men from Africa going to sanctuary cities across the country. Uh, We had a chance to speak with several of them, including a man from Guinea who said he was going to Philadelphia. Another part of the border that has been completely overwhelmed this week, Eagle Pass, seeing more than 10,000 illegal crossings in just the last few days alone, just like here. Eagle Pass seeing people coming in from all over the world. Discussions between the U.S. and Mexico are now underway with regard to the potentially reinstating of the Remain in Mexico policy, a controversial Trump-era policy that required asylum seekers to stay in Mexican territories while their U.S. cases were being processed. Police have released more information about a homicide Thursday morning at an apartment in the 7700 block of East 32nd Street North in East Wichita. 23-year-old Danique Ingram of Wichita was shot and later died at a hospital. Police have arrested a 42-year-old man on suspicion of second-degree murder. Police say the two knew each other. A scam is making the rounds targeting grandparents. The Sedgwick County District Attorney's Office says a woman received a call from someone pretending to be her granddaughter claiming that she had been arrested. She was told that she could get her out of jail if she paid $20,000. When the woman attempted to withdraw the money from her bank, the teller suspected fraud and saved the woman from being scammed. The woman then contacted her family and realized that her granddaughter was not in jail. Officials say if you believe you're the victim of a scam, do not try and contact your scammer again but instead reported to law enforcement as soon as possible. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. The Motor Club AAA is predicting a busy time between now and year's end. Sean Stewart of AAA Kansas tells KNSS News nearly 104 million Americans will be on the road. Certainly a busy time for for our roadside service folks. Uh, Nationwide, we're projecting uh, more than 937,000 motorists will need some sort of assistance and, and call for our help over the holiday weekend. More than 3,000 in Kansas. Stewart advises you to check out your vehicle before you leave and with special attention to windshield wipers, tires, and batteries. A new report from the United Nations says more than half a million people in Gaza are starving. The U.N.'s World Food Program says one in four households in Gaza face extreme hunger, and 90% of those living in the Gaza Strip are eating less than one meal per day. 
At the start of the war, Israel stopped all deliveries of food, water, medicine, and fuel into the area. After pressure from the U.S., it allowed some aid to be trucked in through Egypt, but those trucks need to be inspected by Israel. Israeli President Isaac Herzog said his country's been working to increase its inspection of aid trucks up to 300 or 400 a day and blame the U.N. for delivery failures. Jill Nato, Fox News. KNSS News time now, 6.04, four minutes past 6 o'clock. Good morning, Steve and Ted in the morning, 6.08 now, eight minutes past 6 o'clock, Friday morning. December 22nd, and we're at 51 degrees this morning. Wichita's temporary homeless shelter is up and running at 21st and Grove. Humankind Ministries is operating this shelter. Greer Cowley is Director of Strategic Partnerships and Donor Relations at Humankind. Our councilman down there, Brandon Johnson, has been an excellent ally and supporter of ours through that program. And we've already served um, over 300 individuals in the first couple of weeks we've been open. Kelly also says Humankind's Operation Holiday has helped more than 4,500 households this year with food, clothing, and toys. Greer Kelly is our guest this weekend on Issues 2023, Saturday and Sunday morning at 8 on KNSS. Police in an Indiana town have arrested a suspected vigilante. A man in the town of Anderson, north of Indianapolis, is accused of setting fire to porches, sheds, garages, even an RV. Adam Kennard told police he'd been targeting the homes of child molesters. Police say they have video evidence of Kennard at the scene of one of the fires. Prosecutors say after being handcuffed, Kennard shouted about how he set the fires because child molesters lived in those homes. Several of the properties where fires were set were registered as having sex offenders residing there. Tom Rigotti. Fox News. An amazing find for a man who kept his eyes to the ground at one state park. Jerry Evans of Lepanto, Arkansas, was walking around Crater of Diamond State Park when he noticed something that he thought was just a piece of glass. He picked it up anyways, threw it in his pocket, was on his way, right to the Gemological Institute of America. After a few weeks, the GIA had some pretty good news for Evans. This rock was no piece of glass. It actually happened to be a 4.87 carat diamond that was almost completely colorless. His next call was back to the state park to register his find. No official word on how much this diamond might be worth. John Saucier, Fox News. The Evil Knievel Museum building in Topeka is under new ownership. It was purchased by Shawnee County for nearly $3 million. Plans are in place to turn it into an auto body shop for the sheriff's office. The Evil Knievel Museum is already in the process of moving to Las Vegas. KNSS News Time now, 610. 10 minutes past 6 o'clock. Right now, traffic volume still fairly light. You might see some damp roadways out there. Of course, we had some rain in the overnight hours and a little bit of mist in the area at some point. So, uh, yeah, you could see some damp roadways out there. Other than that this morning, though, the traffic volumes not looking too bad just yet. We do have a stalled-out vehicle northbound I-235, and that's at the ramp to 25th Street North. Watch out there. Traffic update. From 98.7 at 1330 KNSS, I'm Jad Chambers. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Looks like the storm system that's been bringing in the soggy weather is starting to move on out, so we'll see some clearing as the day goes on. But we have another storm system moving in this holiday weekend. Right now, we have mainly rain in the forecast. Clouds give way to sunshine today, the high upper 50s. An overcast tonight, a low 45. 
Slight chance for rain tomorrow, the high 60. Rain and thunderstorms Saturday night. I'm KNSS, meteorologist Jennifer Dayer-Ramore. Thank you, Jennifer. That's cloudy sky now. 51 degrees. We have a west wind at 9 miles per hour. Stephen, 10 of the morning here on this Friday, December 22nd. It'll be Christmas Eve Eve. Is that it? Christmas Eve? No? No. No, Christmas Eve Eve Eve. Okay. Yeah, you'd have to put more eaves on yeah, there. More and eaves that, in there. We got three that, that doesn't work. All right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Friday, December 22nd, a cloudy, rainy day across central Kansas Thursday. Wichita's high temperature was 66 degrees. Feels like, you know, springtime. Normal high, 44 as of midnight, National Weather Service reported 26 hundredths of an inch of rain at Eisenhower Airport. That's about a quarter of an inch. And since that time, we may have gotten a little bit more. Actually, when I got up this morning, the gutters in, in Riverside, where I live, they were still, uh, still had some water in them. There was some pretty good rain overnight, apparently. And again, that's uh, a quarter of an inch at midnight. Could be more by now. Ted Woodward, good morning, sir. Hey there. Here we are on the Friday morning. Uh, this date, this is the, uh, as I said, the 22nd on this date in 1944, during World War II, the Battle of the Bulge. U.S. Brigadier General Anthony C. McAuliffe rejected a German demand for surrender, writing nuts in his official reply. However, mm. my son, who uh, yeah. served in the military, says in the military they say it was a little bit more forceful and dirty That's, than that. <laughs> that story has been cleaned up yeah. for mass consumption. It has. Uh, during the Battle of the Bulls. What the point was, we're not giving up. And mm-hmm. sure enough, Patton came to the rescue. Yeah. And uh, the, the rest, as they say, is history. Attorneys for a woman who was denied emergency co- contraception in 2019 told the Minnesota Court of Appeals that the pharmacist who refused to fill the prescription discriminated against her on the basis of her sex. But an attorney for the Central Minnesota Pharmacist said Thursday his refusal to provide the drug due to his religious beliefs was not a violation of state and federal law. A jury ruled last year that the pharmacist did not discriminate against the woman. A panel of three judges has 90 days to rule on the appeal. And a federal prosecutor say a Philadelphia used car dealer took, this is a good one, Ted, took disabled customers' money but failed to deliver the wheelchair-accessible vehicles they had paid for. Yeah. Edward Scott Rock. Ed Rock is accused of victimizing more than 100 people across the nation. An indictment unsealed Thursday says the 47-year-old defrauded some 120 customers in 36 states. What? In one case, Rock allegedly sold the same 2017 Ford wheelchair accessible van to 13 buyers over the course of nearly a year, collecting $260,000 along the way. Rock was charged with mail and wire fraud. He faces up to 170 years in prison if convicted. Yeah, they finally figured out that guy's a crook. How did it take, why, why why did it so, take long so long? Yeah. yeah, for somebody to figure out, hey, I didn't get my truck, I didn't get my car, maybe I should do something about it. I guess just Finally, so. yeah. Finally got some justice there. Okay, uh, here's one. I saw, the, I saw the video on this. This is interesting. Initially unsure of which orangutan was the father of the new baby primate, the Denver Zoo decided to have a little fun with the results and turned to former daytime talk show host Maury Povich. Just as he would do on his long-running show, Povich pulled the purported DNA results for four-year, four-month-old Siska out of an envelope and declared, Barani, you are the father. The zoo posted the video on social media this week. The zoo's communications director said 
After the zoo got the results of the orangutan's paternity tests, he could think of no better way to deliver the news. Povich recorded the video Saturday. Yeah, that's a clever idea. Clever idea. Mm. <laughs> a baby orangutan. That's got to be, a, that's gotta be a, a cute baby, I think. Here you go, Ted. Are we looking for a job? Because if we, we are. Walmart offering a $50,000 sign-on bonus for a pharmacy staff member and manager position in Topeka. Hmm. Fifty grand to sign on. <laughs> They're also offering a $35,000 sign-on bonus for the same position in Hutchinson. The company says they are short of workers due to the burnout among healthcare professionals. And, uh, the, you know, the older I get, the more often I'm going to the pharmacy, okay? And my wife has had some, some health issues lately. We go to the pharmacy a lot. We use the Dillons and the and the CVX there up in our neighborhood. Well, see, Walmart doesn't want you to go there. They want I, you to go to their place. We don't go to Walmart, but uh, maybe we should. But uh, they're, they're, most of them seem to be shorthanded all the time. You know, well, welcome to 2023 yeah, America. Everybody's shorthanded, I guess, right? You can't drive down the street 30 feet without seeing help wanted, help, help wanted. wanted. Hi, now hiring, now hiring. Full unemployment everywhere. Full employment. And yet it's uh, the polls are showing, the surveys are showing. The economy is the biggest concern people have. We have we have one more pair, right, Jed, of Botanica Illuminations tickets? Yes. Yeah. Sure do. It'd be a good weekend to go. I, just, I think the weather's going to hold it. They've had great weather down there, haven't they? Well, this last week, yeah. very mild weather. Yeah. yeah, they really haven't been hit with too many super-duper mm-hmm. cold spells during the last month. Well, sometime this morning, we're going to offer a pair to you out there if you... If you'd like to go through the illuminations, one pair of tickets. 617, now Steve and Ted here on KNSS. It's time for leadoff sports now with Ted Woodward. Ted? Of course, way at the end of the Christmas weekend, we have pro football with the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs play on Christmas Day at Arrowhead Stadium, hosting the Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders have lost five straight road games. There's only three weeks to go in the regular season. Uh... Don't forget the last game the Raiders played. They put up 63 points on the scoreboard against a very bad Chargers team. However, the Chiefs did beat the Raiders on the road 31-17 a month ago. Now they'll rematch in Arrowhead on Christmas Day. If the Chiefs win, they clinch their eighth straight division title. The Chiefs have played only three times ever on Christmas Day. They've won all three of those games. They've all three been in Kansas City. And the last time they played on Christmas Day was seven years ago. And, of course, that very famous... Christmas Day game that the Chiefs played in the playoffs against the Miami Dolphins in double overtime, the longest game in NFL history, 52 years ago. The Chiefs have beaten the Raiders six times in a row. FanDuel has the Chiefs as a big 10-point favorite going into this one. Mitch Holtis and the Chiefs radio crew begin their coverage at 11 o'clock on Christmas Day, on Christmas morning, on Monday. Game will kick off at noon Monday on Christmas Day. Listen live right here, your Chiefs Radio Home, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Don't forget, two hours from now in the 8 o'clock hour, we'll have our live weekly visit with Mitch Holtis, jolly old St. Mitch, as we get uh, (laughs) heading into the Christmas weekend. And he'll give us a big live preview of the Chiefs Raiders game and somehow relate this game to Shocker football. St. Mitch. Yeah. (laughs) Look forward to that coming up two hours from now. Make sure you're here in the 8 o'clock hour for that. College men's basketball last night. Wichita State taking on Kansas State. Up at the T-Mobile Center in Kansas City, Missouri. These teams matched up for the third straight year. Huge crowd, 18,600 packing the T-Mobile Center in Kansas City, Missouri last night. And a lot of it was a 
it was a home game for Kansas State. Kansas, so there was a ton of purple in the building last night. The Wildcats put on a show in the second half. Of course, you heard the game. K-State coverage over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Here's McNair to Tyler Perry. Back to McNair on the give and go. Layup is good. Nice play there for Will McNair. He's got a half a dozen. 64-53 Wildcats. They're going to call an and one on that too. Yeah, the Shocks tried to come back but never really could mount enough of a run in the second half. Final score, Kansas State 69, Wichita State 60. Mike Kennedy in the postgame, his call on 103.7 KEYN. Wichita State only trailed by four at the half, and on a couple of occasions in the second half, came back from a six- or eight-point deficit to cut it to one, had a possession to maybe take the lead, but ultimately the Shockers didn't shoot it quite well enough, especially from three-point range to ever really make a run. Kansas State made solid plays down the stretch, hit a couple of big threes to kind of open up the lead and then just took care of it from that point on. K-State shot 20 more free throws than the Shockers did last night, and the Shocks missed 16 three-pointers. Whoa. Can't do that when you're coming back. Nope. K-State with a nine-point win. The Shocks still have gone 22 years now since their last win over Kansas State. We have hockey this weekend. The Wichita Thunder on home ice. First home game in three weeks for the Thunder. Hosting the Tulsa Oilers, 7.05 tomorrow night downtown at Intrust Bank Arena. It's Charlie Brown Peanuts Night. Special jerseys for the Thunder. Free ticket vouchers available at Jumpstart Gas Stations. And the media sponsor tomorrow night is 105.3 The Buzz. Check out Thunder Hockey tomorrow night downtown at Intrust Bank Arena. We have indoor soccer. The Wichita Wings are home tonight, 7 o'clock at Hartman Arena up in Park City. The Wings hosting the Amarillo Bombers tonight. And we have college men's basketball up in Lawrence tonight. Number two ranked team in the nation, Kansas, hosting Yale out of the Ivy League. KU is on a six-game winning streak right now. FanDuel has the Jayhawks as a 15-and-a-half-point favorite. 7 o'clock tip-off tonight for the Jayhawks in Allen Fieldhouse. And that's sports with Steve and Ted. 6.22 now. Keep it in for Dr. Sanjay Gupta. What are the four attachment styles? And don't forget, sports is brought to you by South Central Kansas Problem Gambling Task Force. The next Chiefs game, as we mentioned, Monday at noon, Christmas Day, right here on KNSS. Stephen Dent in the morning, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh. Ted Woodward, 6.30 here on this uh, Friday morning. Customs and Border Protection agents say they continue to be overwhelmed with the number of migrants and asylum seekers arriving in the U.S. southern border. Reaction now from former U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. They want to go to America's urban environments. They're, they're, they're frankly, these people are looking for a better life, mm-hmm. while the Biden administration is asking for more taxpayer money not to control the border, but to process people through, to bring them in here illegally. Uh, we've never had this in America before. The world knows. No other, no other nation's ever allowed this to happen. No other nation would allow it to happen. We shouldn't either. I wish the Biden administration would get serious about it. I expect that they will not. The former Kansas congressman made his comments on Fox News. The Motor Club AAA is predicting a busy time between now and year's end. Sean Stewart of AAA Kansas advises you check out your vehicle before you leave. Make sure that you're getting your windshield wiper blades replaced if you haven't done that for a while. And then just overall, the, the main things that we see breakdowns with are usually tires and batteries. AAA predicting nearly 104 million Americans will be on the road during the holidays. 
Wichita's Meals on Wheels needs help due to the holidays and vacations. They are short of volunteers for next week's deliveries. Executive Director Laurel Alkire says nearly 3,000 meals are at risk of not being delivered. It's travel time and family time. Families either coming in or they're going out to see family. So um, they won't be available for routes, and we want to make sure we, we get everybody fed. They are looking for people who have previously been vetted and volunteered or those who delivered with work, church, or civic groups. And you can call the program and find out more at 316-267-0122. Well, it's finally happened. We actually got a hippopotamus for Christmas. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Only a hippopotamus will do. Tanganyika Wildlife Park is celebrating the birth of a baby pygmy hippopotamus. The male hippo was born on December 14th and weighed in at 13 pounds. Zoo officials say that pygmy hippos are a rare and critically endangered species with fewer than 3,000 worldwide. Tanganyika Wildlife Park is one of only 30 facilities housing pygmy hippos in the U.S. When they're open for visitors from March through November, guests can visit the hippos and help with feeding them. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. And for more information on the hippos and Tanganyika Wildlife Park, you can visit twpark.com. Now let's take a look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We are starting off our Friday morning on kind of a gloomy note, and we're getting on the backside of any showers with the storm system zipping off to our east. Gradual clearing as the day goes on, or high upper 50s. Clouding up again tonight to low 45. Slight chance for rain on Saturday, the high 60. Rain and possible thunderstorms arriving by Saturday night. And some chances for rain Sunday and Christmas Day. I'm KNSS, meteorologist Jennifer Ramore. Thank you, Jennifer. It's uh, Steve at 10 of the morning here on KNSS. Cloudy right now, 51 degrees head. West wind at 9 miles per hour. Not much wind out there this morning. Yeah, pretty nice, I thought, yeah, when I came in this morning. Tons of humidity. I could tell we did. Had some rain, but uh, not bad at all. Stephen, 10 of the morning here on KNSS. This is Friday, December 22nd, so just a couple of days now, and Christmas will be here, as we say. Uh, lights at Ability Point, the 27th annual, is uh, going on uh, a little bit longer, and you can drive through and see six, 1.6 million dazzling bulbs and festive displays, three-quarter mile long route uh, through St. Paul. Uh, 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 out on the west side of Wichita. Ability Point and Independent Living Resource Center property. And we will have a car, car pass for somebody later on oh, this very morning. good. Here with Steve and Ted. And this is the last year they're doing it. Not going to do it anymore, huh? Wow. All right. Uh, we, last hour, we told, or a few minutes ago, we told you about the Battle of the Bulge and where General uh, McAuliffe told the Germans uh, surrendered their surrender request, nuts, and that whole official story. I'd forgotten the name of the, the town there. It's called Bastogne. And basically, it's, it's uh, where about, about five different highways or railways mm-hmm. come together. It's a tub, and that's why it was so important. Yeah. You know, if the Germans got a hold of that, they could uh, maybe even turn the war around. But he said, no, we're not going to let you do that. And uh, I, when I was in Germany and France several years ago, uh, and we, took, we went there. On the way over to Normandy, we stopped and uh, toured 
the museum there. Very interesting. A lot of I'm sure a lot of history in Belgium and World War II history, especially. Six thirty-five now. Steve at ten in the morning. And on this date in nineteen ninety, Lech Wałęsa took the oath of office as Poland's first popularly elected president. That was in nineteen ninety. He was a activist with labor unions and whatnot, and they made him the president of Poland. Yeah, he and John Paul II, the Pope, were icons of Poland and yeah. its revitalization during that time yep. period. All right. To be, uh, the Honda Motor Company, uh, American Arm, is calling, recalling more than 2.5 million vehicles in the U.S. because of a fuel pump defect Ooh. that can increase risks of engine failure or stalling while driving. That's not good. This is according to documents published by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. The fuel pump impeller used for a range of 2017 to 2020 Acura and Honda vehicles was improperly molded. And Honda says it has not received any crash or injury reports related to this call, recall to date. So they're going to have a recall even though nobody's seen anything bad happen with it yet. Well, just That's what they do these things. Fending off potential lawsuits. Potential lawsuits. If something does happen. Anything can happen, right? While not at an all-time peak, a new report reveals that teens in the U.S. were still three times more likely to be killed in 2020 and 2021 than they were 60 years ago in 1960. A teen today, three times more likely to be a victim of homicide. Wow. Of homicide. Yeah. Homicide across all age groups was shown to be greater than it was in the 60s. Well, we see that here in Wichita all the time. In the report by the Council on Criminal Justice. Oh, a lot yeah. of times we do these shootings, it's teenagers yeah. with guns. We had one just last week. Mm-hmm. Americans in their early 20s, age 20 to 25, rank as the most likely to be killed by homicides. 20 to 25. Uh, the story, if you want more, is on KNSS Radio at our webpage there. Well, check it out. Yeah. Kids, young people, Dad, what do you got there, sir? Uh, something's going on on the Kansas Turnpike. Looks like uh, northbound on the Kansas Turnpike. And this is uh, down around 47th Street South. That area looks to be just north of there. Kansas Turnpike looks to be closed due to a semi-truck on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. there's a semi-fire there, and so that looks to be closed right now. A semi-on-fire. Okay. That's not good. Law enforcement across Kansas will be cracking down on drunk and impaired mm-hmm. driving as the year ends. The New Year's Taking Down Drunk Driving campaign begins on December 26th, day after Christmas. Kansas Police Department, Sheriff's Offices, Highway Patrol will participate in the campaign that runs through January 2nd. Authorities recommend selecting a designated driver... If you plan to drink alcohol when you go out. Don't drink and drive. It's pretty don't, simple. Don't drink and drive. Okay. Huh. Stephen Ted here, 638 on this, uh, as I said, the day before, the day before, the day before Christmas. Hey, this afternoon, or the noon hour today, I'm going to be at the uh, Taco Bell on South Meridian at I-235. Ah! Uh, our last Taco Bell Christmas cash giveaway this year. 98 bucks for somebody. Picked at random coming through the drive through there. And I'll lean through the window and give them, give them a... An envelope with money in it. How about that? How about that? Can't beat that. Again, that's in the noon hour today at Taco Bell. South Meridian at I near t- uh, 235. Nice. 638 now, Stephen 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Time for our KNSS Commodities Update with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. 
Well, good morning, Steve and Ted. Well, Thursday, the live cattle and feeder cattle opened with positive trading. The feeder cattle also made new highs for the week. The selling took over just shortly after the higher opening, and the closes were negative with triple-digit losses. Now, yesterday was another session of light to moderate trading volume. We saw lean hogs trade mixed, and only the February and April contracts close on the positive side. Now, today, we have the monthly cattle on feed and cold storage reports, along with the quarterly hogs and pig report coming out at 2 o'clock. At the close yesterday, Feb cattle $1.62 lower at 168.67. January feeders down 235 at 221.70. And Feb hogs 42 cents higher at 70.65. Now rain in the dry areas of Brazil helped to push the soybean complex into negative closes Thursday. The wheat and the corn closed on the positive side. News and trading volume once again was on the light side. Now today we have regular trading hours and the markets will be closed the rest of the weekend until we reopen Tuesday at 8.30 in the morning. At the moment, March KC wheat's a quarter of a penny higher at 627. March corn up a quarter of a penny at 472 and three quarters, with March soybeans up two and a quarter at 1304. February crude oil trading 43 cents higher at 74.33. February gold $25.50 higher at 2076.90. The March S&P down a point and a quarter at 47.95 and one half. March dollar index 28 cents lower at 101.19. And March Dow Jones futures. 118 points lower, trading at 37,638. For commodity trading, ag marketing, or managed trading programs, contact Left for Commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866-GO-TO-TOM. Some strong positive closes on Wall Street for the past week or so. How about the commodity market? Has it been that strong, too? No, they've been up and down. Uh, Trading's been light, uh, hasn't been any big fresh news to move them around. They've been very hard to predict which way they want to go. Yeah. Well, the week before Christmas, is that a big trading time, or is that people usually slack off a little bit? They usually slack off. Now, once in a while, you get surprised with some activity that takes place, but usually this time of year, we start to see them slow down. We had uh, in my neighborhood of Riverside here in Wichita. It's pretty good water in the, in the gutters this morning, and uh, the National Weather Service says we got about a quarter of an inch as of midnight of rain here in Wichita. What about you? You're in Augusta, and I know you track it pretty close over there. You, uh... Well, between last night and this morning, we've had about 6,500s. Oh, all right. About tw- that's not bad. Three quarter, two-thirds of an inch then, right? Exactly. Yeah, my math is good. All right, Tom, well, uh, <laughs> listen, uh, we're not going to talk to you again until uh, after Christmas, so, hey, uh, I want you to, for you and your family, Ted and I, Jed, and say, hey, Merry Christmas. Huh? Well, wish all you a Merry Christmas, too, and we'll see you back on Tuesday. We will, no doubt about it. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Tom. 641 now, Steve and Ted. Coming up, Don Grant, CFP, The Money Tracker. Reality check, age and assets. And uh, we have, I wanted to tell you about this, the uh, Lights at Ability Point. We have a carload pass for you. If you'd like to go see that out on the the west side of Wichita, Douglas and St. Paul, uh, call now, 869-1330. If you'd like to go see Lights at Ability Point, Stephen Ted on KNSS. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Stephen Ted of the morning, KNSS 647 here on this Friday morning. Three big things. Basketball, Kansas State 69, Wichita State 60. Football, Christmas Day, Chiefs host the Raiders. Triple A predicts 104 million Americans will travel over the holidays. Nearly a million will need roadside assistance. One. 15 people dead, including the shooter. 25 injured in mass shooting in Prague, Czechoslovakia. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. And this going on down in the, the South Wichita area, South uh, I-35, that's the Kansas Turnpike, basically just north of uh, 47th Street South, we've actually got a uh, road closure there. Not able to get through. Looks like we have a semi-truck on fire there on the turnpike, and so you're not able to get through. They've still got that closed. Again, that's northbound. On I-35, the Kansas Turnpike, uh, north of 47th Street South, that exit down there in South Wichita. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. It's brought to you by Joe Dubrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. Located downtown at Market and Waterman and now at 47th Street South and Broadway. In the former Kmart building there, you can see it all at carlstire.com. Carl's Goodyear, your home for complete car care. Decreasing clouds today with a high of 60 degrees. Increasing clouds back again tonight. The overnight low 42. Then on Saturday, mostly cloudy. Tomorrow's high, 60 degrees. Now a cloudy sky, 51 degrees. We have a west wind at 9 miles per hour with Steve and Ted in the morning. The European Union is launching an investigation into the social media platform X over how they uh, moderate certain posts. Former Twitter to see what it does to control or eliminate anti-Semitic messages. The law demands compliance we from have social sim- networks operating within the EU member states. Musk calls the investigation unfair that rivals Meta and TikTok are far worse and that X relies on user crowdsourced fact-checking. And now hundreds of users of the pay blog site Substack, a home often for journalists seeking independence in publishing, are demanding that platform explain why it allows monetization from publications who they call Nazis. Substack's co-founder insists they don't endorse such views, but demonetization would not make them go away. With Fox on Tech, I'm Eben Brown, Fox News. Good news from Boeing captured investors' attention on Wall Street Thursday. Stocks gaining steam in the final hour of trading and ending higher as a year-end rate cut rally resumes following Wednesday's sharp losses. Shares of Warner Brothers Discovery and Paramount Global fell a day after reports emerged that the CEOs of the two media companies met to discuss a possible merger. Boeing handed over a 787 Dreamliner directly to a Chinese airline for the first time since 2019, a milestone that could accelerate the end of China. China's freeze on deliveries of its profit-making 737 MAX. The Dow winners, Salesforce, Amgen, and American Express. The Dow decliners, Apple and Cisco. The Dow rising 322 points. The Nasdaq up 186. S&P 500 up 48. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. Reality check, age and assets. 
Don Grant, CFP, the Money Tracker, with us this morning. Good morning, Don. Good morning, Steve and Jad and Ted. You know, hitting 50 can be a milestone uh, for many Americans. Uh, you know, by then you've you've probably married. Kids are growing out of their cavity-prone years. And you begin to imagine your life without the little patter, pitter, patter of feet around the house. <laughs> 50 is about when you might start to realize your own mortality as well. It's also a time for a financial gut check because you visualize retirement sometime in your future. It becomes sort of real to you. The monies you spent educating, feeding, and clothing your kids should come to an end after they've gone to school. Hallelujah. At some point, uh, you know, some point in the near future, those expenses will drop off, and that money can go to continue to build your wealth. Hopefully, raising the kids hasn't hit you so hard that you hadn't taken care of your own financial future. Well, how much should you have at this age? Well, you probably know my answer. It depends. Everyone has a different lifestyle, wealth, wants, and needs. Checking your spending. Uh, if, you, if you're living beyond your means, you're, you're probably in for a big surprise. Pay off consumer debt. Don't take any more on and live below what you make. That means, you know, that will help you determine how much you need to spend once you're off the time clock. Now, if you have steady income and you don't overspend, how much should you have put away at age 50? Well, Fidelity Investments has set the bar at about six times your annual income. That is, if you realistically want to leave the workforce at age 67. The Bureau of Labor Statistics' most recent data from 2020 shows that the average salary for a 45- to 54-year-old is $60,008. Times six, that's $360,048. This would include all your retirement contributions and your outside investments. This would not include equity in your primary residence. The same Fidelity paper projects that you'll need eight times your salary, by age 60 to retire at 67. So if you're making 70,000 bucks a year, that would be about $560,000 that you should have put away. Now these savings would be would supplement social security and other fixed income investments that you may have. Waiting till 70 for social security could really also help your lifestyle. And of course, if you have any questions about this or planning, go ahead and give me a call over at Saber Wealth. The number is 267 0600. Today is Forefathers Day. Forefathers, yeah. Uh, like all forefathers? That yeah, all, I have. Four of them, all four of them. Yeah. Commemorates the landing of the Pilgrim Fathers in Plymouth, Massachusetts. That was on December 21st, actually, 1620. The Old Colony Club of Plymouth, Massachusetts introduced the observance. In 1769, the town observes the holiday on December 22nd, the day after they landed. So they're observing the holiday there in Plymouth. Beautiful time of year. Yeah, beautiful time in of Plymouth, year. Mass. He's celebrating. Yes. Are you being sarcastic? Yes, he is. I think so. Do you? I, 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 what's going on on the East Coast? With is there like snow and stuff? I don't have much on that. They've been having some weather. They had some bad rain, flooding. flooding yeah. yeah, and they're having some in Southern California now too. Wow. Well, and this weekend's a big travel weekend. What do we have in store here? And, and uh, yeah, I mean, oh, a rain. little bit of rain maybe, yeah. but I, I think it's not should much, be though. moderately safe. So going to be kind of mild, I think. I think uh, everybody just has to kind of take a take a deep breath. Well, I always say I always stay home for the holidays anyway. 
Yeah. Can't afford to go anywhere. I don't have anywhere to go, so, you know. Oh, you have plenty of places to go. I, like as a matter where? of fact, I think uh, Ted and I would tell you where to go. Oh. <laughs> so where's that? Somewhere warm? <laughs> Someplace warm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someplace scorchingly hot. Plenty of sand? <laughs> People I know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, all your all your friends, all my friends. Oh, all right, man. guys. So, uh, well, what day is today? The day before the day before. Okay, thank you. I just told you it's Far Father's Day. Oh, that's right. You told me that. Mm. I have a, I have a, I have a very well, maybe short memory. Tuesday. We'll have yeah. memory day. Yep. Yeah. Well, hey, I can't wait to uh, to uh, start off the new year. I yeah. mean, this will this will be the twentieth year for me hanging out with you guys. Oh my, twenty twenty four. Yeah, it seems longer. I know it seems in, it seems no, it excruciatingly doesn't. longer. It really doesn't. This is Steve and Ted's show number. If I get the number, sixty-five seventy-four. Oh my! And we started in ninety-eight, and you came on then a couple of years yeah, after that. I came on in two thousand four, and ninety-eight uh, is when I came to Wichita. Yeah. So we all we started. I started my show with KSN, and you started yours here, and and. Uh, God, back then I remember you had dark colored hair that was like you had this fluffy oh, mop on top of your head, wavy, and, wavy like uh, like yeah. Stalin, you know, and, and great hair, right, Ted? No, oh, oh yeah, that's funny. Jad was wasn't born yet. It was a different color, but there weren't too many more strands at that time at all. <laughs> I was almost strandless. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, well, well Don, you have a good Christmas. And yeah, Merry Christmas Merry to you Christmas, guys. Don, wish talk, you the best, and Jad as week. well. Coming up, uh, the KSS News here at the top of the hour at seven o'clock. Authorities struggle to deal with migrants at the U.S. southern border. And a man faces charges in Wichita's latest homicide. That's on the way. Steve is head of the morning here on KNSS. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC, member of FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Saber Wealth is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Mann. Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.